All right, everybody, it's Fans Know Best, August 1st, 2023. It's like 150 degrees outside. Very hot, very hot. God. Almost as hot as LSU's recruiting right now. Yeah, tell me a little bit about that, man. I've been I've been listening to the local heads well, they here. Had the, they had their big pool party, and they got a lot of big-time recruits in. Got the number one quarterback in the country. Came in, uh, who's from Michigan, who's looking at Michigan, but he came in, brought his whole family. Uh, we've picked up three recruits since then. Uh, we had one kid that was committed to Ole Miss, decommitted. Got to give the kid credit. He went to Ole Miss, decommitted in front of the coach, came back next day, he committed to us. He's about 6'4", 290, offensive lineman, said he's nasty. So it, it, was good, it was good for us. We picked up another recruit today, David LaFleur's son, who's uh, – Tight end in Lake Charles. David uh, LaFleur was a beast. Yeah, man. he was. And his son's six six too. So uh and, but he's not till twenty five, so he's got one two more years. So but he committed to us today. He was at the the little pool party. So they just created a What are you it, talking about when you say a pool party? Well it's it, it, they had a, it, activities. It was a whole for the whole weekend. I think it started on Thursday, Friday, and the, the they were, like the, they were at a they, pool? They were at the Lazy River for LSU. I mean, LSU has a – you ever seen it? It's shaped like – it says LSU on it. And, uh, okay, but they, but they did all kind of – Where is this thing at? I've never seen L- this. It's at LSU. They have a Lazy River yeah, at LSU. Yeah, yes, absolutely. And what, at, like the, <laughs> at the hotel or something? No, I don't know where it's at, but it's for LSU Athletics. So uh, – huh. uh, Never saw that. So they had all – you know what it was? It, the way LSU set it up is more like – you bring your family in, you you a lot of camaraderie. You're not necessarily talking football the whole time. They had a lot of events, you know, uh, games that they did, and the kids just had a great time mingling with each other. And uh, it was the response from everything I've been reading has been fantastic. Uh, they had some little college babes over there. I have no idea about that. Huh. I just don't know. If it's a pool party, man, uh-huh. I can't imagine them not having all the little uh-huh. LSU sorority uh, girls there. You, maybe in the old days that was. <laughs> Free, free, the old days. In the old days, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, no, it was a good weekend for LSU. Uh, he's building a brand. I mean, man, I'll tell you what, he's, he's – we got five offensive linemen already committed, which he's done a great job on the offensive line. We've already got tight ends committed. So, he, he's doing a fantastic job. I like the way it's going. And you got to get the players, and then you got to be able to coach them. Yeah, I was listening – again, I'm listening to all kind of crap, but – uh, recruiting ain't my thing. I always think it's such a crock. But they had, I mean, all these players that I hear we're getting, and then I hear, yeah, we have the number 12 recruiting class right now. And I'm like, damn, who the hell's, what 11 teams are getting better athletes than us right now? Well, well, they, they I mean, Georgia's up there, Alabama's up there, Florida's up there. Not, I don't, Florida, I don't know if it's up ahead of us. Uh, uh, well, I mean, I, I guess, guess they're Georgia, right around Ohio it. State, Alabama. But it's, 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 early, it's early right Michigan. now. It's going to shake out. You know, it, they're not everybody's got the full class yet. Some are going to decommit. I mean, like Alabama had a five-star wide receiver decommit and committed to Auburn. So there's going to be a lot of shake-up. We we'll see where things shake out. Where who needs what? And they want early playing time. Uh, but no, it's it's uh, it's very competitive. LSU's in the I think LSU's in the top ten, but we've only got like I think we have 22 recruits right now. And I think we, with this year we can go all the way to maybe 31, 32. So it's just going to be topsy-turvy. But, look, we're filling our needs. And, you know, before it seemed like we tried to get the number one class and we'd take players that we really didn't need. He's filling needs right now, and that's 
That's important. Build in depth. You build in depth. Yeah. I mean, you know, so I mean, look, it's uh, the number one, well, no, the number five, I think he's the number five running back in the country. Looks like he's going to commit to us. He came down, he had a lot of good things between us and Texas. No, I'm sorry, us and Oklahoma. And, uh, but, we, you know, we talked about earlier about the recruiting. Texas and Oklahoma coming into SEC is not helping the other SEC team. It helps Texas and Oklahoma because now those kids won't play in the SEC. They don't have to go far from home. Right. So you really got to be really good at recruiting. Uh, Frank Wills has done a great job on this kid, Cade uh, Durham. Um, yeah, you know, what about the kid that you were watching that we on the wrong day? Um, last he committed year. to he us. Did commit he to he us. did commit Who to us. Who was that? Do you remember? Uh, I want to make sure. Right, it was an offensive line. It was an offensive line. Well, I mean, that's great that we're getting a bunch of offensive line. But speaking of Frank Wilson, should that guy not be like in the LSU Hall of Fame? He does a great job. I mean, you know, I've always tried to figure out what do you do when you recruit? I mean, hey, you want to come to LSU? I mean, but I guess you, you have to befriend the recruits. And you talk about everything, but probably but football. I mean, you, you know, you, I mean, I think you they got to trust you. Well, it's, and a lot of times, man, it's not even the player. You got to get in with the parents. Mm-hmm. I mean, did you have you got to watch the movie Air? No, I the one not. about uh, Michael Jordan, no. the, Nike, the Air Jordans. Mm-hmm. I mean, that in and of itself, and that was back in the '80s, uh, shows you, you know, Jordan's mom is the one who got him the deal that has made him a billionaire now. I mean, without her, he would have been with Adidas, and he would have got a regular shoe contract like anybody else. Now, he would have got something maybe down the road. But she got him from the very beginning. She told Nike, he will sign with you, but he gets he gets in forever perpetuity. Yeah, he perpetuity. gets um, X number of percent of every sale of everything that has his name on it. And Nike he's, was like, we've never Michael done Jordan that before. Michael Jordan's worth $2 billion. Dollars. Yeah, I mean, he's... Yeah. And, and that, and I'm telling you, that's because. Um, well, Mama does stir the drink. Mama does stir the drink because we've yeah. lost a lot of recruits because Mama wanted the kids to stay. We have one right now that we're we're trying to recruit. It's between us and Texas. He he's from Texas, but his mom wants him to go to Texas, and it looks like he wants to come to LSU. So we'll see who wins that out. You you know when when you had uh, the kid from Dutchtown. Uh, I forgot his name top of my head because he went to Alabama. Yeah. Uh, Remember when he pulled yeah, the hat yeah, out and his, his mom, mom wasn't happy? No, she was not happy at that all. That was on national yeah, TV. Yeah, that's the safety. That. Uh, man, I can't believe I can't remember his name, but he didn't go to LSU, so that's why I forgot his name. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, that, that was one of them where the mama wanted him, and the mama didn't win that battle. Yeah. So, But it does happen a lot. The mama wants to keep him close to home, less traveling, but... I guess it's hard for a parent because, you know, you and I had kids that played ball and we played ball, it's hard to say, stay close to home. It's hard to have that vision to say, this is the best place for you, which might be 200 miles away. You know, it, mm-hmm. it, it takes a pretty good parent to understand that and try to look down the road. Uh, you know, we've talked about it, that the kids that from Louisiana that go to LSU end up getting taken care of for life. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot to be said about that. I mean, I, I guess if you, if you, if you, and and I'm not not just the guys who become stars at LSU. I mean, the guys who are just on the team. team. Oh, are, yeah. Like you have doors that op- are open for you that other people just don't have. Oh yeah, we have an applicant here. He played LSU football. Bring him in. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's just yeah. the way it is. He gets bumped up. Yeah, you hate to say it, but that's just the way it is. But that's a perk. Yeah, I mean, I'm sorry. And, you know, 
we don't ever realize sometimes how hard those kids work from middle school all the way through college. The hours they put in the hard work. But a lot of that, and they don't have jobs. Right. I mean, that is a job. So if they get that perk at the end of the day, then that's the payoff, man. So, yeah, that's good. I'm glad to see that. um, Look, he looks like he put a fence around the state. We That's what he's lose, trying to do. We, we might only lose a couple this year. And we always there's still, will. There's I mean, still a no, lot of good no teams pun intended, there. but they're on the fence right now. <laughs> you know, uh, that was but, you know, like some of the guys on these websites said, if a kid's from Louisiana doesn't want to come to LSU, good riddance. Yeah. I mean, we don't well, need you. Well, and, we and, want and, you to and want to be here. Ill will. I mean, you know, now look, like, there's, oh, some, there's some kids. Well, I don't. Landon some, Collins. That's who the, it was. There's some kids who just want to leave, man. They, they, they don't want to live well, anymore. I'm give you they, the, want to, they want to experience something else. Let me else. give you the example where... I don't think there's anything it's wrong better with that. To, it, where you probably should stay home. And this happened when this kid was getting recruited, and everybody said, I was one of them. Don't go someplace else, get injured. If you go to LSU, you get injured, and it's a career ending or whatever, you're going to be taken care of. But if you go to Alabama and you get injured... You ain't coming back to Louisiana. They're not going to take care of you. You better hope Alabama sticks with you, even though you're not from Alabama. And you know who I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Dylan Moses. He got injured. You know, he gets injured at LSU. He's got a job for the rest of his life. Oh, I don't know now. I mean, nobody's going to take care of him here. He's what, what happened to him? He hurt his knee. So he, I, he might be on a pro team. I'm not really sure. He has not done anything in the pros. Now, we do have to be nice because he does have a brother that you have right now that's a big stud. Yeah. In fact, I heard he's even he's better than Dylan. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I saw him play last year. He's just a man amongst boys yeah, out yeah, there. That's, well, he's probably 21, but, you know. <laughs> he is a man amongst boys. <laughs> oh, Lord. Speaking of a man amongst boys, uh, You've been killing it on the golf course, man. Yeah, really, just get I'm lucky every now. And then. Beginning to get aggravated with you. Yeah, a little lucky. Yeah, every I don't now. mind you getting better, but I mean, you can't lap the field, man. Mm, I don't think I'm I lapping mean, the field. You get one three-minute senior. You get one three-minute chipping uh-huh, lessons, uh-huh. and it changes it, your life it, forever. It, it has really. <laughs> we don't want to go into it. That they don't really want to hear it, but yeah, it, it has changed my thought process, which is crazy. No, but it, you know it's. There might be one person who's listening who's taken up the game of golf, and you can be, you can tell them through experience and get a lesson. Well, yeah, and, we'll and, figure and, it and out. You know, well, I'll try to do this in a real nutshell, make it quick. But you know, when you're not as when we're not we're not good golfers. I mean, we're we're average. We're probably average golfers. Well, when you approach in a green, and you got you know, we, you always got crazy thoughts in your head when you play golf. Okay, well, if you can't chip, in my case, you go, well, I can't hit it here because I can't hit off the bunker. I'm no good. Or I can't hit over there because there's a rough. I need to get it right in front where I can putt it. So your window well, so your is, window is small. so small. And somebody like me is not good enough to hit that window. Right. But once you get a lesson, once you get a lesson, now all of a sudden, I'm okay. I don't care where I hit it. And it just, you know, actually you get a little more accurate, you know, so. No, that's, no, that's true. Um, but, but look, I, I think I'm glad for you, but, uh, you know, it, it's all good. We are. Uh, there's a, there's a few people this, happy for me. I'm to move this squeaky chair, man. You know, so, uh, but yeah, it's all good. It so, is all good, man. It's just, 
it's, it's, See, it's nice just, to play golf and you know you're playing good golf when you play 36 holes at 110 degrees yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know it man you're like i want to be out there i gotta I play i gotta play but um so yeah so i brought that up because i wanted to segue into Ryder cup man because they got one more tournament before the fedex um championships and then of course the Ryder cup here now is and i pulled up the Ryder cup standings to see where everybody was and you know, you got the you got the usual suspects, you know, Scheffler and Kepka and Shafley, Cantley's playing good. Brian Horman zipped up there. Yeah, he's up there. there. Wyndham Clark. Well, but the only thing I was disappointed, I, I kinda of read some stories on it and, and like some of the players are put even Freddie Couples, who's the assistant count, pushing for Justin Tom. He is just not playing good. Yeah. I mean, I know your reputation, but hey look. You can't get on on reputation. I'm sorry. Well, he's ranked. I mean, he's ranked 14th. He's right behind Sam Burns. Yeah, well, my point is is that he's playing horrible. You've watched him. He is just – I've never seen him in this funk. It's, it's – Well – And like I said, we still got more time before they qualify. But if he keeps stinking it up like that, he, he can't be on that team. Well, let me ask you this. Ian Poulter for Europeans, he never finishes nowhere in stroke play. But when he gets in Ryder Cup, all of a sudden, that, that is true. We, he can't he can't be beat. That is true. And I'm not yeah, saying that. And I think Justin well. Thomas has that that mentality is what they like when it comes to you know yeah, Ryder Cup. He would have to catch fire. I mean, it's not like Ian Poulter is playing like crap. He just might not qualify. He's played terrible. He has shot over par, probably like seven out of eight rounds or eight eight out of nine or whatever it is. He hasn't made the cut in two or three tournaments. I watched him this weekend. I'll, some of the replay, man, he was he was just terrible. Well, if if Zach Johnson takes the next six, like the first six automatically qualified, and then he's get six picks. If he took the next six, Sam Burns and Justin Thomas would be on the outside looking in. Ricky Fowler would be number twelve. Yeah, um, you know, so and more Cowers not in there either. Yeah, he is. He's number eleven. He's I mean, he's not automatic, yeah, right? But he's at 11. Keegan Bradley, who... Uh, I'm, never, uh, I'm never warmed up to him, but, I mean, if he's there, he, you know, he probably He punches it. that club. Which yeah, he, he probably deserves it. And then Jordan, Jordan, who's... Jordan, you, you don't know what you're getting with him. No. You know, you know you, to me, it's like, when you think Ryder Cup, for the United States, when you think Ryder Cup, what, what player comes to mind? Who, Phil? Phil. Tiger. Tiger's record's horrible. Reed. Reese was pretty good. Now that's the other thing. These guys are not like Kepka's in fourth in the points, but he can't. He's uh, can he yeah, fourth. can he be in the Ryder Cup? Yeah, he I can. So. I think they decided. Yeah. Uh, okay, I, I I was kept wondering about that. Uh, but you know what? If if Spieth's in, you know what they're banking on. Spieth and Thomas play together, and they've been a pretty good. Well, Spieth and Fowler, they they best of friends too. But um, I don't know, man. Like I'm I'm with you on you know when. Sometimes you got to have some mojo going into it. And if you're playing in a funk and a funk and a funk, and then they pick you over somebody who's, you know, I mean, if you go down, if you go down to like Tony Finau, who finishes, feels like top 10 every time he's in the tournament. He doesn't win a lot of tournaments, but he does well. You don't pick him over, over or you pick Justin Thomas over him. You know, he's just not getting on And that's what, makes the, that's what makes the captain's job very tough. Somebody's going to get... Their feelings hurt. Now, when it comes to Europe, they got a, they, they're in a whole different deal with this old with this live golf stuff because the way they do, we do it based on money lists. 
they do it based on points. And the live golfers weren't getting certain points from the DP right. World Tour or something like that. And so when you look at their, um, you know, the people who are on their list, McElroy and Rom, I mean, one, two, right? And after that, man, Fleetwood's on in number six spot. Shane Lowry's down there. Terrell Hatton at Hothead. He's a, all these you know, guys you know don't what? even I, recognize I, their names. I will say this. Hatton is, is, is a hothead, but he's got a lot of passion. He could inspire some of those teammates. Well, somebody you know? who's a hothead would say that, right? Well, absolutely. You know, he's like, when we're good, he's, we're he's good. Not a, hey, yeah. when we're good, we're good. But when we're bad, we're yeah, bad. He's not a hothead. He just has passion. He does have passion. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll see. I mean, we've got a tournament this weekend, and then, uh, you know, FedEx, you can so. just throw the records out. It's always a great, it's always a great match. And then it's in Italy. So there must be, is there any Italians on the Hey, did we decide team? whether we were going to take our show on the road to Italy for <laughs> the Ryder Cup? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we're looking for sponsors. If yeah. somebody sponsors us to fly to Italy, we will do the Ryder Cup. We'll get, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. We'll take the, uh, we'll take. Uh, a cargo plane? Fans know best one. <laughs> Go we need there. to, you know what, we need to get with Pelche. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know if they can help us on that one. So, um. So we were gonna. I was gonna save next week and chit chat deeply about SEC. Give ourselves some time to really, because I looked at their the rankings from Destin. Well, not no. This year was Nashville or whatever they were. Whatever they do today, it days. was in Nashville this um, year. And the standings, and I was, and I, and I looked at them for the first time this morning, and I was like, immediately could do a whole hour show just on that because it was just like. The, the veins in my neck were popping all over the place. Well, I'm still so, predicting LSU 11 and 1 uh, with a slight chance of undefeated. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that, that could get squashed pretty quick if Florida State beats LSU. Well, I mean, look, you, you, a, you, had, a, you had a pretty mighty prediction at the beginning of last year, and then the Florida State thing just kind of threw you for a loop, and then they bounced out of it. I think the Florida State game is big from a um, – like from a TV standpoint, it's the biggest game in the beginning yeah. of the year. I mean, depending on where you look here, ESPN's preseason rankings as of right now. Well, I think they have Florida State ahead of us. They got Florida. They had Florida State like three, and had LSU like seven. Yeah. Now most of the places I've looked at, other places two, four, seven, have like six, seven, four, five, five, six. But it'll be a top ten matchup, regardless. Right, absolutely. And you know the thing is, it's a big game for the ACC because they got to prove that they belong. And with this conference realignment, all these things that are going on, and you know, it's the rumor is that Florida State, Clemson might want out of the. Now they can't get out right now, but they might want to get out. So, and these wouldn't they seem like a natural fit for the SEC? Uh, yeah, but I don't want any more team. We got enough. I'm already disappointed. We don't have divisions anymore. That ticks me off. I don't like this one thing and the top two teams go. I don't like that. I don't. I don't like it from the standpoint of you don't play everybody. So it's it's an unbalanced deal, right? right. It's, you, you schedule now. People can say, well, same thing in the NFL, but the NFL doesn't go that way. They have divisions. That's why you have a right. seven and nine team that gets in instead of the. Well, when 10 you consider Alabama's only played Georgia in the last, once in the last twelve years, uh, now they do play Tennessee, but you know, and they, but they don't play Florida, so well, they don't play the two toughest team, per, you know, for the last twenty years. They don't play Florida or Georgia ever out of the East. Right. And then when you, when you talk about Alabama, well, Alabama plays Tennessee. We play Georgia more than Alabama's played them. Yeah. You, you could say, well, 
Alabama plays Tennessee. Well, whoop de doo they played Tennessee for the last 15 freaking years, and Tennessee was terrible. They were just a notch above freaking I wish, I wish we would Vanderbilt. Play. I wish we wouldn't have played Tennessee. Right. <laughs> but now, now they play in Tennessee. Okay, well, now Tennessee's good. Well, Tennessee now, beat Alabama and well, LSU. Alabama's griping and complaining about that. So. Tennessee beat Alabama and LSU. So, yeah, it looks like, uh, looks like the preseason rankings are pretty steady everywhere. Georgia won. You could probably. Georgia. Now, I will say that we, we, you know, when we get more into the football, but we talked about this before. I'm, I'm just shocked that some of these teams that are up there, they don't have a quarterback. And I'm not saying it should drop them down 10 spots, but I'm still trying to figure out, what do you think Alabama's going to do? Alabama had Bryce Young last year, and they lost three games. Now you don't have you have nobody now. You have nobody. There's not a proven starter on that roster. And you're telling me they're gonna win the they're gonna win the West and LSU's got everybody on offense coming back, basically? Give me a break. That's just so prejudicial. I I just two four seven sports has Alabama preseason ranked number two. I think it's just because they're saving. Yeah. I I'm a, I'll make a prediction right now. That is not gonna happen. They've replacing both coordinators, okay? They're replacing a quarterback. Two, two guys, uh, one guy on defense was all world. Their defense would be pretty good. Offensive line is still suspect. They, I, they, lost, they lost Gibbs, so they, they always have a stable running backs that are, probably, that are good. But you don't have a quarterback. And you saw what they did against A&M when they couldn't throw the ball. They were horrible. And so let's see what happens. I think this is the year where there's a, there's a kink in the armor. I really do. Well, I mean, if there's ever going to be one, it's going to be this year. Yeah, because he's he's kind of did smoke and mirrors for the last because he had a super quarterback. Remember, name the last time that he didn't have a quarterback and ended up winning. Well, the only guy that was there that ended up being a surprise, and it was Matt Jones. Mm-hmm. But you know, I I just don't see it. We'll see, man. Georgia, I mean, Georgia, does Georgia have, have they settled in on a quarterback? Uh, not really. No, not that, but, no. I mean, they're so solid at every other they're, position. They're solid. They just need a quarterback not to make a mistake. Yeah, that is true. You know, well, I think Alabama needs a quarterback who can make some plays. But I will say this, too. Last year, we scored 30 points on them. Now, we lost the game, but we scored 30 points on them. Our quarterback threw for 300 yards in the last quarter. And we weren't that good. And they were supposed to be all world. Yeah, so. but they weren't. They didn't have their starters in the last quarter. They were just because they were injured. Yeah. We banged them up. <laughs> what about the two uh, the perennials in in the Big Ten, the Ohio State and Michigan's? Well, USC and UCLA going to be there. Yeah. Well, they is the, that this year they're going to be two four seven has Texas ranked number five. That's yeah. another. That's another know. one that. Well, I don't, but you know why they, they keep don't, picking them? They but keep you know picking why? them. They keep There's nobody them. in the Big Twelve. They can pick them because there's no roadblocks. See if they pick them five next year when they're in the SEC. Uh, well, all the only game they got to play, oh, Oklahoma. I mean, that's their big game. I mean, Kansas State's not a bad team. Well, TCU's been decent most of the last few years. So, well, I mean, I, honestly, Texas hadn't beat the TCU's and now, the K State and all those. Doesn't Texas play Alabama the first game this year or second game? This year? I think so. Because they play. Oh, like, yeah, 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 they do. Because yeah. Alabama were there last year. That's right. right. So, I mean, you know, that's a, that's a test for them. Now, I'll be honest with you. I hope they beat Alabama. <laughs> you know? Uh, that, that would be very, very, very nice. Yeah. That, here's what and I you know. realize if viewers don't get hurt last year, they lose that game. Alabama loses that game. I think you're right. Um, 
Yeah, I don't ever pull for Alabama. I don't care who they play, and even if, even if they put, are playing Texas. So yeah, they, they, Texas opens up with Rice, and then they go to Bama on September. And who 9th. does Bama open up with? Just click on Alabama. Oh, okay. You could have done that. <laughs> That's a shame. That I'm KC you. bringing in the technology here. Now, let's see schedule. See what you see what you get me to do here. Oh, it's right there. It should be right there. All right, let's see. A little dead air. Start out with Middle Tennessee. They get to warm up, just like Texas yeah, gets yeah. rice. Then they get Texas. Then they got South Florida. Ole Miss at home. Then at Mississippi State at A&M. Arkansas and Tennessee at home. LSU at home. At Kentucky, Chattanooga, and at Auburn. Okay, then we, we, you know, we talked. We had, you know, folks, I, I know y'all think we just do this off the cuff because we sound. But, no, we, we kind of talk a little bit about kind of what we want to talk about. And... Some of the things he wanted to talk about was like, who was it? That you said, talk about a couple other teams, following team. I'm going to tell you the two teams I'm following this year. And I'm not saying they're going to be good. I just think they're interesting teams to follow based on what they've done the last couple of years. My first one is Kansas. With the coach Leopold, he's brought, he put Kansas on the map the last two years. So I'm just curious to see if he can sustain that, losing a few players, and see if Kansas can still be competitive. That's what, that's what I'm looking for. Well, I mean, and I hope they can, I hope they are. It I don't seems like, like they were competitive um, for a the, like maybe the first part of the year. Well, if you, you yeah, but you got to realize they lost their quarterback for five games, and he was a stud. So you're telling me that you're picking them against Missouri State on September first? Well, Absolutely. And then Illinois. No, I don't know. Illinois, yeah. <laughs> BB over there has done a pretty good job at Illinois, even though he lost his quarterback and he lost a big running back. And they go to Texas on September 30th. There you go, big game. You know, they upset Texas two years ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, is. and the other team I'm following, who had a great year last year, they had a new head coach who really just turned it around for them. Is Elko at Duke, and they're returning everybody on offense. They were pretty pro prolific on offense last year. They were very, very competitive in a lot of games. I, I, you know, and I watched them, and I actually bet on them, and I'm gonna bet on them again. I'm, so you're taking them against Clemson I'm on the taking them against, I'm taking them against Clemson. Oh, if you're gonna have a shot, and I'm not saying they can beat Clemson, but if they got a shot to cover, it's got to be in the first week because K. Kublik has not played that much. It's start of the season. Uh, I'm, I'm just saying that's the, that's the opportunity. Pound, if, if that noise is him pounding his fist on the yeah. desk. So I, I have a feeling, I, you know, it could be that crazy. Line was 14 points. Against Clemson? Yeah, where's it supposed to be at? Is it at Clemson? It's, uh, yeah, it's at Clemson. No, 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 this is at home. I'm sorry, they play at home again. So 14 points, just need a turnover or two. Well, I think Dabo's, I mean. It's the first game of the year, too. I mean, anything can happen. That's right. That and, well, I'm just looking at this. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of thinking Dabo, he might have spent everything on him. You know, I think he might be on the down low, too. Nah, man. Yeah. I, just, yeah. I think Dabo got, had a run of some fantastic quarterbacks. And I think losing is a venable. To yeah. Oklahoma doesn't yeah. help, man. No. I mean, you got that steady coordinator who takes care of that side of the football, and you ain't got nothing to worry he about. Had Deshaun Watson, he had Lawrence. So that's seven or eight years, right? Yeah. There. So I mean, 
And Cade Kublik, he might not end up being a great quarterback. From what he played a little bit last year, I mean, they, they got a good defense. They got issues on offense. I mean, let, let's face it, man. Think about college football. I mean, you might be able to name it, but I can't think of one right off the top of my head that was in the top in the championship or in the top four that didn't have a quarterback that was like, wow. I mean, like a really good quarterback. Yeah. You can have a great team, but in this, if you got a you quarterback, got a quarterback that can't move the ball and doesn't make mistakes, critical mistakes, then and and so if you've got like LSU has had a lot of great pieces. But, man, all the years that we were frustrated were the years we didn't have a quarterback. Mm-hmm. You know, and so. And then the know. quarterbacks we did had came out of nowhere. Matt Mock came out of nowhere. Matt Flynn came out of nowhere. So. Uh, Joe Burrow came out of and nowhere. Joe Burrow came out of nowhere. And so I, I just want to follow those teams because they've been perennial losers. And I like to see that. And, I'm, you know, me, I've always pulled for the underdogs. I like seeing them being successful. And I'm just hoping they can continue it. I think the the coach at Kansas eventually will leave. I mean, they all do. But, but Elko at Duke might be there a while because Cutliffe stayed there for a long time, and uh, I, I think he's got something going over there. But yeah, think about think about like the coach at Iowa, Hayden Fry. Is no, that what his name? No, that's <laughs> who was there. Kurt oh, Francis. Oh, that's, there. that's that old Kurt Francis. France, yeah. <laughs> Hayden Fry. I can still but see he was there for glasses. They've yeah. only had two coaches the last but, 30 years. Uh, France was, uh, is it France? Francis? Yeah, I think that's so. it. F-R-A-N-T-Z, yeah. something like that. Okay, anyway. E-N-T-Z. Like, he was supposed to leave 10 times over mm-hmm. and stay there. And then... Kurt Ferentz? Yes. Mm-hmm. And, then the, uh, and then the coach for Iowa State, he got red hot, and he decided to stick it out, and then now he's not very hot, so he's going to be stuck there for a while. Um, a lot of these, a lot of these teams in the in the Big Twelve, uh, the Kansas, Kansas State, like Snyder was at Kansas State for a long time. Yeah. Well, and, and let me tell you something. Well, yeah, he retired and he came back. Yeah. Well, uh, I think what you got to like about the Iowa coaches, it's so easy to jump ship when you're doing good to go chase the money, big neck. But he stayed. I, I like that. I, I think. And now he's too old to leave. Yeah, and it, and, it, and it's good for it's good for football when they do that. And a nine win season in Iowa, they they cool with that. Oh yeah. You know, now Nebraska would take nine wins in a New York second. Well, you know, I, I'm really curious to see how they how they're going to be. How is that coach Matt Rule going to do first year? I don't know if the coverage bear. I, I just don't know. But he's going to get everything out of those guys. I mean, eventually, I, Nebraska's going to win again. I just I, I think that Nebraska they don't have the locals to feel the type of team you need in today's football, and I don't think they have the I don't know. I've never been in Nebraska. If they have the resources. But I don't know if they have the resources, the they NIL did. money, anything like that. Well, let me that. tell you something. I got like 400 straight sellouts, so they got money. And, uh, yeah, but they say when that stadium sells, sells out, it's the biggest city in the whole state. Well, you know, the, one of the problems yeah. they got, too, as far as recruiting in Nebraska, they play eight-man football there. So it's not like they play real football. Right. I mean, so it, and, and, you know, even when, they, when Nebraska was good, they were recruiting all over the country. They came down to New Orleans and got two or three guys. Right, Neil Smith. Well, they got. I mean, they got they had super huge linemen and super fast running backs. They had Terry no, Joseph. Their quarterbacks were running backs. He was either Terry Joseph or Kerry Joseph. They got. They got Neil Smith out of New Orleans, who ended up being an All Pro. So they came down and they cherry picked not just here. I mean, I think they got Rozier, and Rozier was from New Jersey. That's right. You know, so I mean, they did a lot of national recruiting really before everybody else did national recruiting. 
But when we were growing up, it was them in Oklahoma, man. Yeah. On the serious artificial yeah. turf. And I was actually a, the, an, the I, green I, I was actually a Nebraska fan back then, just because I hated Oklahoma. I still, hate and Oklahoma. I was an Oklahoma fan, and I still hate <laughs> Oklahoma. Well, that doesn't surprise me. We're on hey. opposite sides. So, uh, Thomas Lott, man, that was my boy. Did you see Brian Bosworth? The, yeah, <laughs> the boss. The boss. Uh, did you see today that they came out and said that? It looks like Michael Thomas might be 100% for the season. Yeah. Might be? You've been out for two freaking years. That's ridiculous. They, they and he set, might be 100%. They, they're setting the bar as low as they oh can. Oh, my right God. Now. A toe injury and a Hey, who you, uh, who you betting on uh, Thursday night? Well, Pat? I will be at a the, the, Catholic retreat. The so. Jets and the, um, who are they playing? I forget who uh, they even playing, man. The Hall of Fame game. I know, but I will take the... They're playing San Francisco, maybe? No, I don't know. I, I'll take the Jets. I hate not knowing. I think it's the Broncos, though. We'll see. Nope, the Browns. The Browns. Oh, that's right. It's Cleveland. So, yeah. Uh, it, Rogers won't play. Deshaun Watson won't play. Yeah, no, I don't know. He might, I think Rogers might play. Uh, it's the Hall of Fame game. Man. Why matter. would you ever take a chance? Because this is his first time with the team. You know he wants yeah. to play. Maybe not. And maybe he's smarter not to play. But it's crazy, man, how quickly... Like they start, they start in practice. 34 days LSU plays. I mean, it's 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 around the corner. Right. I mean, the the Hall of Fame game is Thursday, and then next Thursday, the tenth, the full fledged NFL preseason starts. And it's only they one, only play two, two preseason games. Yeah. games. yeah, it's gonna be fun, man. How do you make your fantasy team on that, man? That's tough. But you got two weeks, and you all these cuts are like got 30 yeah. guys get cut at one time. Yeah, it's know? crazy. It'll be fun though. We'll we'll have all our picks put together, and that we'll do some cool stuff. So yeah, football season is here, man. Next week we'll next week we'll do a deep dive into the SEC. And this is one time I'm um, glad I'm not doing two a days in this oh, heat. This would you would have to take a 15 minute break every 15 minutes. Yeah, I mean it's It'd be it's, dropping like flies, especially when kids are soft now. They used to take. Remember they used to pop those salt tablets. Oh yeah, quick. <laughs> we used to get. We talked about this the other day. We had quick kit. Quick Hit was such a great drink. It was, you know, they had Gatorade, but sorry, uh, Broussard, I forgot who else did it, made Quick Kick. And it was it was a great drink. They just never went with it publicly fast enough. It was still just for a sports drink for the teams in the powder big bags. Yeah. And it was really, really good. And uh, then all of a sudden Gatorade, you know, took off and went crazy. Remember when the Gatorade used to come in those big glass jars? Oh, yeah. Big glass containers. But it was only one flavor. Yeah, lemon, lemon lime. lime man. Lemon lime. But you down, after a football practice, you'd be like, I never liked the flavor of grape, but let me tell you something. That grape quick kick was killer. We'd t- our, our trainer was named Maxie. He was like, Maxie, make the grape. It's not time. Make the grape, Maxie. We want some now. Yeah. And y'all very demanding at Bel Air. We had to demand. That's the only time person we could push around. <laughs> I hear you. All right, guys. Well, look, everybody. Uh, what we didn't talk about. Come on. We didn't talk about our picks. What picks? The offensive player of the year. Oh, defensive no, no, no. player I of the year. I wrote those down. Um, I, we, I, thought it, I thought it was crazy that you told me that you, you said, hey, make your picks. And then I told you my picks. You go. I know because I'm well, two I out of three or mine, and I'm, I'm like, keeping I'm keeping a book of all of our stuff this year because I'm tired of us n- not remembering. So look, when I did the AFC predictions, I had put mine Burrow as the MVP, offensive MVP, 
MVP defense, I put T.J. Watt, and then for my rookie of the year, I put Quentin Johnson. But I didn't have anything on your side. I was like, well, damn. Did well, he not cr- give him to me? We didn't I talk did. about I did. it. So I texted you this morning, of and course. And I said, Burrow. You gave Burrow. And then you know what's crazy? And you I, already knew he was hurt. Yeah, and let me tell you something. And I almost was going to pick the Pittsburgh guy, but I said, you know what, during the tough division, no, I, I don't want to be the. I don't want to do that guy. I know that everybody would. I knew everybody would pick that. So I looked at. It and I said, you know what? The Nick Bolton, ex-Missouri linebacker, played pretty good for Kansas City, and that's a hard pick to make. Who did you pick, Bowen? Nick Bolton. Oh, Bolton, linebacker for Kansas City. Yeah, and then, I, then when you and then when you look on an offensive rookie, I mean not offensive rookie, but a rookie of the year in the AFC, it's usually an offensive player. It's usually not a defensive player. And I just looked at it. and I just said. Man, you know, he could shine with San Diego, the Los Angeles Chargers. He could shine with them because they only got so many receivers. And then you've got Herbert, who's a damn good quarterback. So out of everybody that I saw, he was like a big receiver, yeah, strong well, and he's fast. He did a great job at TCU. Yeah. So I said, you know what? It might end up because guess what? That's a throwing division. So he's going to get his chances. Yep. You know, so. Uh, that's why I picked him, and I'm sure that's kind of so, the same um, kind of line of thinking you were doing. So the Cincinnati Bengals Twitter feed had to put out um, a tweet that said, "Stop, stop, stop saying you're going to donate your calf. That's not how it works." <laughs> <laughs> My wife told me she saw uh, a meme where the wife was sleeping and the husband was sleeping, and they were showing like what they were. Th- or just laying in bed, they had the little cloud above yeah. their head showing what they were thinking, and she was thinking, "How, um, how can I get my husband to donate one of his calves for Joe?" <laughs> I was like, Damn. "What was the husband thinking?" He wasn't thinking that. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, okay, we couldn't. <laughs> so you you figure that yeah, out? Yeah. It's typically whatever the man's thinking in bed. Yeah. The woman's not necessarily, no, necessarily thinking the same thing. That's completely opposite. <laughs> All right, well, there we go. We got, we got all of that wrapped up. We'll go a deep dive into SEC next week, and then we'll hit the NFL. Then we start picking games, and we start talking about games and analyzing we, games and breaking and down tape. And, and we have swag now. We have some swag to hand out. Yep. Marguerite will, will be sending her stuff out today. Judy's had to get me a box so I could put it in to ship it to her. So we're going to ship it to her. Awesome. And uh, Yeah, we're going to get some shirts made. I'll talk to our, uh, our rep. So they're gonna get us some some cool, nice, nice light. I'm gonna get a second job on what we get. Light, lightweight t-shirts, uh, and so we'll we'll do some of that. But look, um, go ahead and make sure you follow us on your uh, on your favorite podcast platform. Um, then go to our Facebook page, man. Go to our Facebook and our Instagram, and click on the like button. Smash that thing as many times as you can, and hit the follow button so we can increase the number of follows. And we, we see who does it, and when we get to the, our milestone numbers, we'll send you some swag and let you uh, take a picture of it and put you on the, on the page. Now, we're on a podcast today, but just to let you know, I did look good today. Uh, if we were really yeah, actually he, doing a Facebook He came live. dressed up to do a, a video, and we, we decided yeah. just to do the straight no, podcast. I like a lot of gel do. for nothing. <laughs> I gel. Yeah. All right, man. So we'll talk to you guys next week. Enjoyed it. Until then, peace.